Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. listening to the Bradshaw boys a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series sex and the city so dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in take it away boys welcome to the Bradshaw boys where three guys Watch their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. <laughs> I'm Corey Cavan. How nervous were you to say that? I was pretty nervous. I, I, was pretty, I even you were very cha- tense. I changed, I changed a word tense in the middle of it, but I don't think anyone noticed. <laughs> I felt okay. Well, to be fair, neither Kevin and I knew the, the tagline, so you're the only one that can do it. I'm Kevin James Doyle. I didn't know the tagline. I'm John Sieber. I also did not know the tagline. I still don't know it. I don't really... I mean, I think we decided about three episodes ago that is the official tagline, um, but I think we're just still kind of rolling with it. By the end of season one, we'll settle on a tagline. <laughs> I think so. And we also have a guest with we us. We do have a guest All with right. us. We're really excited to have a guest the with us wonderful special episode. The wonderful Sarah, Sarah Gregory. Sarah Fullen Gregory. True. That is my full name. Your full in name. <laughs> hey, welcome full, to the podcast, a, Sarah Fullen Gregory. Is it full in a middle name or is that is that It's part my maiden name, maiden which is name. now my middle name. I like that move. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I feel good about it. I mm-hmm. feel like Elizabeth, my former middle name, you know, didn't really, I didn't have much attachment to it. Yeah. And this way you get to keep some full in, mm-hmm. in the family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. You said Elizabeth was your middle name? It was. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now it's just gone it's just gone yeah it's i mean i like the name elizabeth yeah um i you know as a kid i toyed around with being called liz or beth but izzy did you ever go with izzy no i should have maybe that disease yeah i know so so the z's are so fun yeah but no yeah elizabeth's gone dead to me now wow Mm -hmm. cast out into the ocean Mm -hmm. if you guys had to drop a part of your name uh, what would it be Uh, sarah's already made that decision oh i mean it would it it would it would seem easiest to drop the middle name because I'm could, known by my first. Could my you name. just drop the C-O in the <laughs> beginning of your name? Just go by Ray? Re-Robert Cavan? Can yeah, you go re- by Re-Robert Cavan? <laughs> Re-Robert. I could, I could be re Actually, I would do that because I was going to say I wouldn't want to drop Robert because there's sentimental value to that name. But Corey Cavan has like an alliteration thing. But if I dropped part, if I was just Re-Robert, then I get the alliteration back. Re-Robert Cavan. I would you, love to introduce you to people as Re-Robert Cavan. You can start Kevin. doing that now. You could drop the O and the R and you could just be Cy. Cy Cavan. Cy Cavan. I could do that. Okay, cool. I feel this like without easy. the C-O, it would definitely just be Rye, though. 
Rye Robert Cavan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could do that as well. I would get rid of my first name because my brothers used to call me Gingivitis John. <laughs> uh, you guys know this about me. We know that. Really sticking with you. And, uh, just like gingivitis. I've never had gum disease. I've also told you guys that. So if you the, drop the, John, you'd just be Gingivitis Seber. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Ginger. come on. Come on oh, now. Man. I saw someone get stabbed tonight. Okay, I'm a <laughs> that, we, Ooh, we can briefly talk about that. Will... New York is a very safe place, ladies and gentlemen, but... It I, is, actually. So it I is was late place. because someone got stabbed on my train. On You, you were on the car. In the car. I was in the car. On the car. Right in the chest. And you, you texted us that, and we were kind of <laughs> like, all right, John. And then we were like, oh, wow, that's crazy. But we were still making jokes. Then you texted us pictures, not yeah. only of the scene, but of the guy that got stabbed. I know. I, I was the guy that like like nudged in there and took pictures. <laughs> yeah, were how many, people how with many phones cameras up? were out? I was like, yeah. I have a Sex in the City podcast to get to, and no one's going to believe me that I'm late, so I need evidence. <laughs> I had, the, the paramedics we won't excuse were, yeah. your, your uh, lateness, no. your tardiness. Guess. The paramedics were very understanding. <laughs> you said the guy's safe. He's fine now? He's fine. He'll be fine. In, the, my, in, my, in my limited medical opinion. Yeah. Were people annoyed that the train... If I stabbed someone on the train, I would be like, sorry to the guy I stabbed, and also, sorry train yeah. for oh, delaying people, you guys. People were losing it. It's, that's, it's more, yeah. that's more what people get upset about, not that someone got stabbed. Especially no, when, especially when they find out... This. Well, I was going to say... When they find out that guy's going to be okay, then they're like, well, let's get a move on. Yeah, let's move it along. What but, do you have to defend? Well, I mean, that's terrible. It's horrible. I'm not saying it's Somebody good. getting stabbed. It's terrible. I feel like, you know, MTA. the MTA recently changed their protocol on... Um, Being on time and running an efficient machine <laughs> nope they just they just oh they're changed. keeping the same one it's always terrible yes, it Great, is cool. but they just changed their policy on their communication about how terrible they are so yes, now yes, they yes. tell you why there's a delay uh. so like i was on the train a while back and they are you know in the past month, month or two and they said we are delayed because somebody fell into the tracks wow and everyone was like Okay, I'm not pissed yeah. anymore. Yeah, because Is, in the past they just would have said signal malfunction. Exactly. For sure. been, yeah, they would yeah. have like blamed it on. Do you the, think people are more chill because New Yorkers just have a bloodlust, and when they hear that, they're like, "Good, someone <laughs> fell on the tracks. I'm satisfied." <laughs> <laughs> A stabbing. All right, we can sit here. Sorry, that is. Those are two. No, I think I think people are generally more chill on the trains because there's such great podcasts out there. Hey, you know, <laughs> speaking of the Bradshaw boys, yeah, there's just like such good. Someone gets stabbed material. on your on your train. Just there, pull out the Bradshaw boys. Just pull out the Bradshaw boys at the next stabbing. Um, <laughs> stab away and hack your way through the seasons of Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that once you yeah once you know what's going on, especially if it's not just a phantom like delay. And also then you can kind of let go and be like, I can't change this now. I'm just going to have to sit here. Yeah. Yeah. I do want a compilation, though, of like all of the announcements now. Like, what are all the reasons? Yeah. Surely not every single one is a stabbing or. Have have you noticed that they no longer say ladies and gentlemen? They say everybody. (gasps) Oh, really? I haven't noticed that. that. They go every. It's either everybody or everyone. Everyone. Please stand back. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's it's great. I did hear it. I did hear recently a lady said, ladies and gentlemen, and she's three times. She just goes, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. And then you heard someone behind her start laughing. And then she just goes, ah! and then they stop making the announcement. And I was like, what is going on? What's happening? And then they brought it back and they were like, we have delays. And I was like, all right, goof troop, let's move this train. 
I had an, a bit of a nightmare. I was on my way to work the other day and I texted my client. I was like, Hey, it's going, it's going express. So I actually have to walk from 59th and then, and they're like, Oh, no problem. So it was going to be like a 10 minute walk instead of the stop right outside. And right then someone pulled the, the emergency, the emergency break and then my phone went dead. Oh. So I was like 45 minutes late. And oh. when I got there, she was like, Hey, were you walking from 59th? And I like explained the whole thing, just hoping that she believed me because it seemed like such a lie that I'm like, my phone went dead. And then I was just, oh, sorry about that. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> sorry, we have a Something signal malfunction went. on the signal. podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, uh, it was just so stressful. You were just standing yeah. there like, ah, and it was just because someone, it was during the women's march and oh. it was just mm-hmm. packed full of all these people and they had signs and everyone was like all together. And then this like fight broke out between people. And they're oh. like, guys, let's be together today. Yeah. Girls. So it was, it was a very intense Saturday morning ride. That's, mm. that's wild. Have you noticed yeah. that even like when there's even the possibility that you could lie and you're explaining the truth to someone, you start to get all nervous. And then yeah. it comes yes. across like you're lying. That's Yes. Yeah. What that's is exactly that? that? Yeah. That I was like, she's not gonna buy. That. I'm so like, I'm this so, is I can't breathe. It's What's like, happening to it's me? It's because I've probably lied I'm about not. that so many times. Where I'm yeah, like, I know yeah, this time yeah. I'm not lying. It's your lie karma <laughs> yeah. coming back to you. Yeah. yeah, that happens to me sometimes. And I know. Do you ever do that? And you notice the point when you, if you do exaggerate something, there's always a trigger in my mind where I'm like, uh oh, this is the point where this isn't really <laughs> true anymore. Does anyone do that or am I just a liar? Or if you have you like telling well. two stories, but the same person's there and they're like, yeah, last time I was 15, not 30. And I'm like, well, oops, I'm caught. <laughs> You're a storyteller. It's the old fishing tale. You know? yeah. Listen, this is for performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everyone at work, I'm sorry that didn't get done, but didn't you enjoy that? It's yeah. a great story. It's a great story. I've been workshopping it. It's been, been going well. I've been workshopping all these technical problems on why I didn't finish this thing today. Yeah. Are you, uh, Sarah, are you a, for, you're from the Gregory brothers mm-hmm. and what else mm-hmm. I, do we give people's credits? <laughs> and then what else? And because well, we're bored of what that. Else well, I'm got. trying to give you context. Are, you are you're a Gregory singer. brothers and you are one, you are one, and quarter, you're one quarter <laughs> of the Gregory brothers. I'm the, about to uh, tell some real which, stories making me. Yeah. Here's a question on the Gregory brothers. Cause mm-hmm. the Gregory brothers, I was going to say, would you say, how do you introduce that you guys are YouTube stars is what I would say. But can you say really YouTube funny. stars? I like, mean, I you, can't not, say not I can't can you like, say it because I do think you guys are. But is that like a thing how you would introduce yourself? I think we would. I you mean, guys are like, also a musical group, but you kind of have like redefined the way you do music. Right. I mean, also like, I think and, the industry would call us creators. OK. Mm-hmm. I think that's like our our, our technical term. Um, yeah, because we're in that like in that category of we do most everything from you know producing and directing and writing to music and uh, i remember else. the first time i was in college when the first auto-tune the news came out and oh it was gosh. like mm-hmm. it was like before <laughs> there were youtube was like even a thing you had to be like in on it and it was like it was like the coolest thing i've ever seen so that's Aww. yeah it was very cool i remember that i uh because i had known your husband mm-hmm. and uh who was also in the Gregory Brothers, mm-hmm. and um, he was one of them as well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I had known him, and I don't know if I'd met you or not. And then uh, a Gregory Brothers video went really big on BuzzFeed. Yeah, and I remember I told the girl that I was dating at the time. I was like, "That's Evan." 
And she was like, no, it's not. And then we look, I was like, yes, that's Evan, because that's his <laughs> wife. I know who she is. And then I remember being like, oh, my gosh, I know those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of that. A lot of texts out of out of the, you know, our past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly coming up being like, wait, what? You guys were on the Rachel Maddow show? What's yeah. happening? Yeah. It was fun. It was, it was a really, really fun, fun time. We, we just got, like, a lot of, like, lucky... We just had a lot of lucky scenarios where like, yeah, like BuzzFeed would feature us this week and then Rachel Maddow like saw our thing. And then, I mean, it's all like, it was all sort of like, um, I mean, I believed in the stuff we were making. It was amazing. It was, they were great videos. They are great videos, but it was also like, um, we would get a bump in all of our viewership based on another person, you know, like bigger than us liking our stuff. Yeah. And it was, it was, we felt really, really flattered. Um, are you a are you a fan of Sex in the City? I am, I am. Because we've had on we've had mm-hmm. on a few fans and, and a non fan. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> okay, um, have you seen every every episode? Um, no. So that's so that's my own that's my only hesitation about calling myself a fan. I'm not a fanatic. So in the true mm-hmm. sense of the word, I feel like I I was I are is I kind of forget even like what. See what guy is in which season? Mm. Yeah, we don't know that. Okay, yeah. so I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. But there was a certain gentleman who, when he moved on, um, or when Carrie moved on from him, mm. it really, it really broke my heart a little bit. And I just found that my viewership I think started she's talking about waning. Aiden, Aiden? We, we, we know about of, Aiden. And yeah, Steve. we know. We know. And Burger. We know. Well, Sammy I'm not going to tell you because I don't want you to know who leaves whose life. I appreciate okay. that. We have put out a thing. John did this in one of the episodes. I think was good. We've said like spoilers are on the table, off the. Uh, yeah, I, spoilers I mean, are okay. But the statute we of limitations on spoilers limitations. is over. So like, we're not going to be upset. Yeah. We want you to feel free to express absolutely your love for Sex and the well, City thanks. without affecting. Have us. Have you seen the second movie a couple times? I have seen. <laughs> I have seen the second movie. I have seen both. Of them. Oh, there's two, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. Two. I've seen both of them. Yes. <laughs> there's seven movies. Okay. It's, okay. I'm not a fan. I have no. I no. I apparently don't know. Uh. Yeah. No. I loved it. I remember it being like. You know, amongst the first shows that I felt like I really liked as like a an individual person, you know, it was I was in high school and you were in high school, yeah, and and where'd you grow up in Texas? Okay, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was like I grew up in a pretty strict home, but it was like around the age when my parents were like not caring about what I watched anymore, and I was like, mm. oh, yes. I am, and yeah, and it was like you know, like four powerful women in New York, you know, balling out of control, and I was like, yeah this is my show. Did and, you go ahead, sir? No, that's it. Was the fashion influential on you? Cause I feel like that's the oh, thing God. we've always not noticed. And then the <laughs> girls are like the fashion. We're like, Oh yeah, that's like one of the main parts of the show. <laughs> oh, I mean, I like still want that like leotard and ballerina look from the opening credits. <laughs> I mean, like oh, yeah. I would still love to wear that outfit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do. Yeah. And it was influential. Cause when I moved to New York, I remember feeling burned by the show, because I was like, you can't wear heels in this city. What the hell is wrong with this show? Also, no one makes this money. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, a lot of that. But but before I moved to New York, I was like, oh, yeah. Was there anything in Sex and the City that you think drew you to New York? To, like your oh. move to New York? That's a great deeper question that I've ever asked. You can think about it during the episode. Okay, I think I will. Yeah. I mean, my... Yeah, I think my I think a lot of people would be really intimidated to move to New York and I wasn't. 
And maybe if I have to like come up with <laughs> a, some kind of answer to tie it back to Sex and the City, um, I think the friendship that, you know, the it's a pretty real friendship, mm-hmm. I think, that's depicted um, over the course of the show. And, uh, and my friendships, especially my female friendships in New York, have totally sustained me here. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Um, speaking of the show, does anyone know the title of this? I, does anyone have the episode pulled up? I do have the episode pulled oh, up. Oh, fantastic. Ooh. What do we got? What do we got so today? Today's episode, episode 10, is called The Baby Shower. The Baby oh, the Shower. The Baby Shower. Oh, and, uh, man. I'll read our, our episode description. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many Jeez. antics. So many antics. Uh, a baby shower for Lainey starts the girls thinking about their futures. Carrie may be pregnant. What? Those are the two things. That's what, what? it says. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody's hiding something under that ballerina. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> well, fantastic. Somebody's going to have a harder time walking in heels soon. Y'all want to go watch it? Good point. Let's yeah, go we're going to go watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Let's okay. do it. All right. We'll be back. Bye. Episode 10, The Baby Shower. The four women attend a baby shower for their one-time wild child friend, Lainey, in her new button-down Connecticut suburb. Miranda regards the other guests as part of the cult of motherhood. Still single Charlotte fears her dreams of being a wife and mother are slipping away. Samantha throws a no baby shower in celebration of her single life. And after a late period, Carrie is forced to think about becoming a mom herself. And now, back to the boys. And we're back from the baby shower. Wait, did you go to a baby shower? I did. I didn't get to watch the episode. Uh, yeah, Kevin's finally back from that baby shower he went yeah, to. I believe. I'm glad Sarah showed up because we had to have someone else watch it with us. Yeah. Yeah. It was really just good. A quick uh, dine and dash baby shower. <laughs> so just yeah. a little drop a onesie and dropping. run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did go to... Not a baby shower mm-hmm. this past weekend, but a gender reveal party. That's oh, true. right. Yeah. That is a thing. Yeah. Have you had one of those? No. Well, this is what we didn't say in the before part. Yeah. You're not just have multiple <laughs> entertainment credits. Your proudest multiple. credit <laughs> yeah. is a mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of three. Yeah. Um. So did you have a gender reveal party for your kids? I did not. Mm. No. Did you have a gender reveal party like yourself did you know like what gender i was going to be when i was born no <laughs> sorry i worded that strangely. Did, did you know the sex of the baby, baby before, before you were born, born did you no, know what you were gonna be yeah, i did found you know out in utero that i was a girl i partied <laughs> did you? i just like that's threw pretty cool down. yeah like, that's pretty I, cool i did like a somersault or two that's pretty awesome uh-huh. i bet your mom was like whoa yeah, oh she must you. know now no did you know the sex of your your children before they were born yep okay totally it wasn't even an option for me. I was like, oh, yeah, I must know. Really? Uh-huh. Just I just a- figured it was like, it's got to be a surprise at one point in yeah. time or another. Yeah, yeah. Make it a still, surprise that you can still plan for. It's still a wonderful surprise. Yeah. yeah, and I had, yeah, exactly. That's in, that makes, because I've, my wife and I are like, if we ever have babies, we're going to wait until like, it comes out to know the sex. That's what I See, would want I do. mean, I respect that I, person. I think you're a better person. No, I've just never thought of it. Those like people that, are better way, people in like, life. It's still a surprise. That is true. It is a, it's, it's even like, a surprise no matter what when you find out that you're pregnant. Yeah. Like that's yes. a surprise too. Even if you're planning for it, it's still one day you're like, oh. It happened. We're pregnant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
You guys, can I just bring up something real quick about that episode? Yeah, yeah. Uh, during the talking head part, which is always my favorite yeah, part yeah. of, which we know will go away. We'll go so yeah. enjoy it. Which now. I'm not Pink thrilled up. about. It was all the mothers at the baby shower doing the talking head. Yeah, and there was one of them who was like wiping her baby. Yes, and there was at least four other women like actively watching her like so (laughs) i think that was one of the most unrealistic things i've ever seen in sex and city (laughs) they were so engaged just watching her wipe the baby yeah just just like hovering over her looking down with such interest has that ever happened to you no that's not i think most yeah i think i think most people in the room just try to not even pay attention to the fact that it's even happening. Yeah, I think with I mean, no lot, one cares. With but. a lot of baby stuff, whether it's like breastfeeding or someone's like uh like changing a baby, there's always this like like you know it's happening but you don't you you for sure don't like are not trying to look over there but you also don't want to be like I'm not not looking at you and there's like yeah. this dance going on where it's like <laughs> yeah. what do you Yeah, you're trying you, to not What like, do you do with your body language and what do you do with your eyes? Especially I think this probably is true for males more than females like i'm like a big six foot four ogre looking dude and if you're breastfeeding i'm like just sitting there looking at you it's gonna be really weird yeah right yeah you want to try to look away um, you want to look away and also be like but know. it's fine that you do it in public it's great i'm happy wanna, this is happening i want to be like i support you and whatever you want to do use i blanket. will say though it's it makes it more uncomfortable when you avoid looking at the <laughs> nursing mother and that's yeah. what i've heard yeah if, if <laughs> you're doing it if you're like talking to me but Facing away from me while yeah, I'm nursing my that's child. It's never comfortable for someone to just it's be like, like uh, so, see, uh, now I know that you're trying not to think about my boob. Exactly. You know, like just. just what are you talking about, Sarah? I've always just, talked to you with my back to you. <laughs> as long as I've known just, you, I've always just, done this. Just in case there comes a day that I need to breastfeed in front of you <laughs> for all of your female friends. Notice. Just never look them in the eye. I remember. And then you'll one- be then it'll be normal when you avoid them when they're breastfeeding. Yeah. So, it's just not, set the precedent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that, was that, um, this, I feel like once you have kids, then all of a sudden you're, you, there's like the billion conversations of like breastfeeding and what you feed them. And like, everyone has a lot of opinions mm-hmm. about that. Is mm-hmm. that a difficult, those difficult waters to navigate <laughs> or like other parents, like pressuring being like, this is what you should do or you shouldn't, yeah, I mean, it's all out there. I think the the most, the biggest pressure comes from just how much information we have, mm-hmm. how many options we have. And so the pressure is like, okay, I've got it. As soon as I know I'm pregnant, I have to start reading every book mm-hmm. that's ever been written on anything that has to do with parenting or children. And I need to make my informed decisions. So that's stressful if that's, you know, your personality, like, like maybe it was for me. Um, but I don't know. I feel like now there's like a sort of a, a reaction to like mom shaming stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like people, people are, there's like this whole like moms support moms and like whatever you want to do, even if it's different than me, I'm for it. I support you. And there's a thousand different ways to raise a baby. So I would say at least here in my neck of the woods, I haven't experienced Mm -hmm. much of that. Um, Although, yeah, it is. It's definitely it's like it It shows you so much about your friends when they start having kids. Interesting. You see this like totally n- new part of their personality and some people are the same. And you're like, yep, that's mm. that's old Linda doing life like she always did. And mm. then you're like, Jane, who are you? Why are you such a stress ball? Mm. Um, 
Are you talking about your friends that are having babies or friends reacting to you being both? both? Okay. Totally. That, but that, oh yeah, that's definitely more. The episode touched on that obviously mm. a lot more. Yeah, yeah there definitely there there were certain friends who like. I told one friend, um, I was think I I even told I just told friend one friend that I we had started trying to have a kid and she, and like she just couldn't help herself like without missing a beat just goes no. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! It was so weird. Oh wow! And yeah. she has a kid. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> that'd be even. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sad. worse. We no, got, uh, don't do we it. We gotta get her on the podcast. Yeah. Well, the the episode was pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, I think I can handle it. Are you gonna? You think you can, I'll you try. Gonna, are you gonna steal my job? Uh, no, you can have the job. I, I just. I, I relinquish it to you for this. Well, it's it was. I will criticize you if you mess you, up. It, I feel like you can criticize, and at any point, I'm just gonna say you can take it back. Take it back. Take that if job you need back. To. I'm gonna let this one go. Okay. He Gary. Uh, thinks that she might be pregnant because she missed her period, mm-hmm. and at the same time that that happens, they get uh, they have this old friend Lainey, and Lainey used to be super wild back in the day. She super would, wild. She'd mm. get naked at parties and just like strip and get drunk. She was a big party animal. She was an A and R executive for a, a record label, I think. Yeah, yeah. And now she lives. She got married uh, to a guy. Uh, wealthy out they moved out to connecticut and now she's having a baby shower so all our gals are going out to connecticut to the baby shower uh so that's that's basically it that's pretty right fantastic job kevin good job kevin i can handle one storyline if there's more than that i'm like uh what was the name of charlotte's uh baby uh bear stearns no (laughs) that's the guy she's talking to that's the guy that's where he worked um uh, I forget Shayla. Shayla. There you go, Shayla. Shayla. Yeah, and so also Lainey, not Charlotte's baby. If you didn't watch the episode, it's uh, Charlotte's the name she'd picked her out dream for baby. the baby. Dream she dream picked name. it out when she was eleven Sarah, years old. Sarah, did you do yeah. that? Did you have like your names all picked out, or a name that you definitely? Mm-hmm. I know you for sure didn't mm-hmm. name one of your babies Elizabeth. That's because you hate that name. I hate that name. <laughs> you were so no. glad to get that name out of your yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Um, F you, parents. Um, <laughs> no, I. Uh, I mean. I definitely thought about names. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely grew so up in a didn't culture. Have one before. No, but I didn't have. I did not have a dream chest as okay. uh, as was Charlotte featured did. in mm-hmm. the show. No, mm-mm, I didn't. It took us a long time to come to our names of our kids, so it wasn't something really? I felt. <laughs> that yeah. Did you guys do like internet searches for them, or did you write a lot of things down? We wrote a lot of things down. I wrote a lot of things down. Evan Evan held his cards cho- close to his chest and would like weigh in near the very end of, of my pregnancy. But our daughter Rose wasn't named for like two, almost three days. That's always wow. fascinating to wow. me when someone yeah. just doesn't have a name. Yeah, we just didn't have a name. We had about five, five in the lead of our list and we just couldn't come up with it. And we had her at home so we didn't have to name her right away. And so we were just sitting around just like talking about the baby and her and I, like it did was you like, like go through the list and call her every single one of the names kind to see of what she responded we had to? a we had a family meeting um on like nearing day three and we like locked ourselves in our bedroom the three of us and we just sat around and we talked about the name and and i was like okay now for the next five minutes let's just pretend that her name is abigail oh, oh my <laughs> hey gosh. abigail how's it going and we're like no that feels so weird no, no, no that's not so that. funny that's i love that's that hilarious. i can't wait for her to find that out one yeah. day 
when she hates her name. When she's just like, why <laughs> is like, my name ever a flower? I've only ever what, wanted to be Abigail. That's such a thing, though, that you like, there's an age that I feel like everyone goes through where they hate their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, totally. I remember my parents were like, oh, we were going to name you Jordan. And it was when Michael Jordan played. I'm like, I could have been Jordan. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Jordan. Dude. Yeah. Dude, come on. And they're like, no, we don't like Jordan. We like Kevin. I'm like, I don't. But does Rose, is that, does it come from anything? Is it a family name or anything? It is. She got, she got like really, she got the weight of family. (laughs) I was going to say, is it Um, named after the character in Titanic? Our family came over on the Titanic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Thankfully, they got thankfully. one of the one of the lifeboats. Yeah, exactly. They were wealthy. This joke doesn't really track. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, Rose is my mother-in-law's maiden name, okay. and um, Louise is Rose's middle name, and that is my mother's middle name, and my sister's middle name, and my grandmother's middle oh, wow. name. Oh wow! Oh mm-hmm. wow! Rose so, Louise. Rose Louise. Rolo. That's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rolo. Rolo. Mm-hmm. Rolo. Rolo Gregory. Yes, lovely. No, it was my, I was hesitant about it because I was like, it's too, it's too traditional. It's too, I don't know. As a Sarah, as a Sarah Elizabeth, I was like totally pro weird names. Yeah. But That's a, we settled on. Rose Louise feels solid. like very classic. It is. I, I like how it's kind of like a, it's almost like an older lady name for mm-hmm. a younger child mm-hmm. yeah those are like the a, best that's like a cool flip right Pretty, there yeah it's 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 that's the trend right it's now. like naming a dog a person's name <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. equated your kid to a my, dog my favorite dog's <laughs> name is megan there you go <laughs> i'd love to meet a dog named phil one day my my, yeah, my mother was named dog. after her parents dog your mom was what? i'm sorry what yeah my 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 mother had their her my grandparents had a dog named sandy and then my they liked the name so oh, much i thought your that. mom's name was max or, no. or spot spot <laughs> no and they liked the name so much that when they had my mom they named they also named her sandy oh my god so, was named so after they were dog? trying out 100 that's awesome I, that's great they say you should start with a dog to see if you're ready it's true for children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fido sieber so, yeah. <laughs> that must have been so confusing great. for the dog yeah i think it, it probably passed okay, shortly right, after right who cares about the dog yeah. um just died. I, I have a question about, because you see, I mean, you have three kids now. Mm-hmm. You live in New York. You're like, you're kind of right in between a lot of what they were talking about. Because yep. you still are doing cool stuff. You still mm-hmm. have, like, uh, I feel like this was pitting two things against. Like, you can yes. be cool in the city, or you can be a loser. And, and it like was one, kind of a sad of the, yeah. ending, you, because it, it was, yeah, the, Lainey the came back, got boozed up, and was like, I don't, I hate my life. And she wanted to, this, I was a little confused about this. Not to try from your question, but she, like, wanted to show her boobs again and was like who wants to see a pregnant there, lady's there was boobs? the one guy that said and there was the one dude who was like i'll take a look i'll take a look also <laughs> pregnant lady boobs are like the best the best boobs, boobs yes yeah they're i mean it was sort of true to life that she like couldn't even get them out well that's what i was gonna say she couldn't top. she couldn't get her tank top pulled down is that right. what was happening yeah there? which is like i don't know that was a little bit a little bit like a plot thing yeah it was because you wouldn't be wearing that like tight ass thing when you're you're not i i wasn't totally sure i didn't know if part of it was emotional for her that she's like that's never happened before yeah and it's like i've always wanted to do that now i don't want to anymore Mm. but i could be wrong yeah i couldn't seem like she had a little trouble with the with the shirt and then just got so insecure she was like what am i doing well, so. she took a look at the long-haired guy in the corner who was shooting him that like weird look, and she probably felt felt a little self con or yeah. a little <laughs> insecure about yeah. herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was probably a guy that would have wanted to see them earlier. Yeah, and they wasn't into it. And then, but what did she say when she got back in the cab to when Carrie just told the cab driver to Connecticut to Can Connecticut you take her to Connecticut take her to Connecticut mm-hmm. where you heard what I said, but as if she, she couldn't like as if she was drunk. 
Yes. She's a pregnant lady with a totally yeah. blackout <laughs> trunk. Just get her just yeah. get her to Connecticut. But she, she looked at Carrie and said, what is it? One day you'll wake up and you won't recognize yourself. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which that is, that's rough being like, what, eight and a half months into a pregnant? You don't even yeah. have a kid yet. Yeah. And it's just like one day you'll wake up, you won't recognize Probably because she was super pregnant. She yeah, I feel like herself. that had more to do with the move to Connecticut than it did with I feel like pregnant. there's a lot of things that are going on. <laughs> because like what Kevin said, you're in the middle where like, You've lived in New York for a while. You oh. guys still live in Brooklyn with mm-hmm. a family and mm-hmm. you're still do you're still like working in you're an artist and you know all that. So it's like you're not still living so still cool. a, still you're a creator. Cool. Still really. I'm a total creator. Right I, now you're I, dressed I head to so toe. Much yeah, you're dressed head to toe in Supreme gear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've had a blunt out the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. very cool. I mean, yeah. How do you how do you think I get through a day with three kids? Oh my gosh, of course. But no, like they you're right. It was very much like an either or in this episode, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Do you know what I just figured out? Huh. Is that why she was awkwardly eating that pickle? Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, because she was craving she's having a craving. I like oh, you just yeah. said that uh-huh. and I was like, why was she just having like what does that have to say about her and can I and it's it was the cravings. I gotta say I if, just put that together right now. Oh, full disclosure. They, they I'm, also, an, I'm an idiot. They have an amazing pickles weird. out in Connecticut. That pickle was they're that known was, for their pickles. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I did not know also, that. Also, no, I like really focused in on that pickle because it definitely had the quality of like the pickles that come in the bag. Did you guys mm-hmm. yeah, 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 like yeah. a little yeah. translucent? <laughs> it looked like it a bag. Was really, I did, felt terrible. Sarah, for did that. you get any like weird cravings when you were pregnant with um mostly I just didn't want to eat at all. Sandwich and mm-hmm. cereal was pretty much what I lived on. Which Lainey says that in the episode. Lainey says, you can eat whatever you want. It's great. I think yeah. she says that when they show up at the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, some women can. But yeah. gestational diabetes, got to watch out. <laughs> Wait, what is gestational diabetes? It's does diabetes it... that comes up when you're pregnant. And then does it go away when you have the kid? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it affects the child. In, oh, and gosh. you It affects, like, yeah, your pregnancy and the child in and possibly negative ways. Up. Oh yeah, it can just spring up. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so wait, real quick, we're 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 I feel like we're going real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Full yeah. shift. This is what the listeners want. Yeah. yeah okay. I have a couple things. Um, okay. I'd like to bring up. Yeah, yeah. yeah please do. Um, uh, I love I love in Sex and the City when they use objects to paint a, a really clear picture of each of the characters. And I thought the the gifts that they brought they were, or were going to bring oh, yeah, to the baby yeah. shower uh-huh. were just such a good, like if they had to think of just one object that each of the women would bring to the baby shower to define them, mm-hmm. it's it's they nailed it on the head. I think like uh, Miranda bringing the condoms, like make a better decision right. or like use these, protect yourself. Yeah. Samantha's bringing the scotch just because mm-hmm. she's, you know, trying to rub it in. And also what a, a bottle of Cuddy Sark scotch. It's just <laughs> like, oh, that's just like. Like she she doesn't she doesn't like this woman. No, she's not. not at all. She's not bringing the yeah. good stuff. Carrie's yeah. like has the cash, and she's not sure if it's like the right thing to do or if it's tacky. She's kind of weighing those options. Right. And then classic Sex and the City. Charlotte comes storming out. Karen, mm-hmm. the what they call it? The, the it was like yeah, it was. I think I would assume it was like a it, a branded. It seemed like a like branded store, baby basket, oh, okay. like a certain baby oh, okay. store in Manhattan like would be like, oh, the, it was yeah. just um, whatever. I, and she was so excited to go, and she was so excited to oh, give yeah. that gift too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they when they do stuff like that, ooh, Those I just I just really enjoy it. It is My good. girls. It's kind of like <laughs> at the beginning. We only got a short taste at the beginning of this one, but the uh, the round table at the beginning mm-hmm. where they're eating, they're always there's always mm-hmm. a thing where they're like sitting on a table together talking about what they're gonna do and they're eating. And that's like another time when their four personalities really mm-hmm. come out. But this was like one in the in their gifts. Also, 
two interesting things were when they're about to drive up. There's like so many New Yorky little things where like they mm-hmm. rent a car to drive to Connecticut. They're all wearing black as if they're like one, they're women from Manhattan, but two, they're kind of going to a funeral. Totally. And then underneath it, Samantha, this is like a time where I noticed the fashion, but I was like, this seems weird. Samantha was wearing like a sh- too short cardigan with nothing underneath uh-huh. and it's buttoned up and just showing like tons of skin. Uh-huh. And it was hilarious how she just wanted to like rub Lainey's face in the dirt yeah. the whole time. And, uh, and then that none of them knew how to drive. Well, they not, none of them assumed they were, anyone's going to drive. Yeah. That was yeah. like such a New York thing. It was yeah. funny to me. Like how I was like, it was funny to me how that sort of like painted them all as like, sort of dumbasses a little bit in the world of moms and you know, in yeah, the world yeah. that they were going to, I mean, of course, like we're on their side and, and like, I sure. get what the hell do you bring to a baby shower? But like, but they walk in and they're like totally the, well, do you think that the, that, the black, di- the black, that, yeah, like, the, that line was a lot darker back when that film was like, or that show was filmed. Like there was the city people and you lived in the city, you were a professional, you didn't have kids. And then mm. when you had kids, you moved out of the city yeah, and there was question. no blurring the two where now like Brooklyn is just mom central. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's like, it's not just like this Uber elite wealthy people in Tribeca and Upper East Side that can afford to have kids in the city. But there's mm-hmm. like tons of families in Brooklyn and Long Island city and Queens. And it's like having a, a child in the city is like a, a much more realistic approachable thing. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that is, just because they're dumbasses and they're, you know, they were trying to make a statement or if that was just the reality of New York in yeah, 1998. That's a good question. Cause something about it did feel almost like cartoony a little bit where oh, it, course, it's like, yeah. they're like all 35, 36 and they're they like, I don't know what to do with a baby show. Right. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I wonder if like that is one of the, I, I would love if we just had statistics, but I'm sure that is like, it's much different than 20 years ago of, expectation like i feel like a lot of that stuff is being broken down of being like women can do this right like so i wonder if at the time this is this was like look out for the next sitcom the brooklyn mom is like an untapped uh demographic that they haven't made a show about i I bet there's i bet there's a cemetery full of pilots (laughs) that have that have not got picked up yet um but yeah i mean i wonder uh it it seemed a little cartoonish, but I wonder if they were just ahead of the time to be like, that was way more looked down upon then. I don't know. I mean, I, I think there is probably something of, I'm trying to think of like mo- New York movies. I mean, I guess if you look at like all the way back to like Annie Hall or something mean like streets. that. Mean Streets. Mean Streets, <laughs> Raging Bull, <laughs> not a lot of kids. Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver, sure. Um, no, but like, I, like in Annie Hall, like all those movies tend to, there's a, there's like a New York movie that tends to focus on like older intellectuals that mm. have chosen to be like I live in Manhattan in a building and I don't have children. Do they have kids on the Jeffersons? Well, the, I mean, we're forgetting the Cosby Show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah. we'll never remember it. I know. I'm just kidding. But Sorry, political. I mean, you know, like, yeah, no, you're right. Is it, that like, was a family that lived in Brooklyn Heights in the Cosby mm-hmm, Show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think true. that that's. I mean, I think that's part of what's happening is like gentrification is like forcing all of these like affluent white young people to like look at other families who've been raising families in Brooklyn and New York mm. forever. forever. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, yeah, I can raise a family in a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. That's, That's a really good point. Yeah. That is a really good point. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Okay, I'll over. see you later. You figured I'll it out. Yeah, that was fantastic. We finally got to. That's what we do is we bring people on for us just to circle around obvious yeah. questions. Huh. Then our guest makes a point. We're like, oh, and there it was. Okay, yeah, cool. Was cool. All right, okay, next cool. week. Yeah. No, I mean, I love Sex in the City, but this episode was like, oh, I just feel like it was so, it was a little silly. That, it was, a little it was silly, so a like, death. yeah, it was so black and white, literally, um, with the costuming. What, was <laughs> there. <true>. Literally. <laughs> Was there like, uh, was there a struggle when you had kids? Was there a thing of like, okay, I'm happy this is happening, but life is changing for the worse in any sort of way? Or is that? <laughs> no, no. De- and especially not with my, with our first. Uh-huh. I feel like having one child is like not having a child. <laughs> I mean, now that I have three. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. like, and I know, well, I mean, I don't want to. Every everybody's experience is different, but like it just didn't change our lives that much. Mm-hmm. I I speaking as someone who has never had kids <laughs> and does not have a lot of responsibility comparatively. <laughs> I have a very easy life. Um, I went uh, to play pool with two friends with my old roommate yesterday mm-hmm. and their seven month old daughter, and we went to a pool hall in Brooklyn. And he wore the baby in like a, yeah, an ergo totally. and on the front. And we played pool. And yeah. he like. Did you go to Ocean's That's 8? Awesome. I went to Ocean's 8. Ocean's. Oh, yes. Ocean's so on Flatbush. Yeah. One oh, of the yeah. best. I was if you there need Friday. to play pool. Were you there Friday? I was there Friday. Listen, if you need to play pool or pop a shot or the double shooter alien game, go to Ocean's. No foosball, though. They don't have foosball. And they have Ooh. duck pin bowling that never works. Yeah. But who cares? But yeah, I mean, like we 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 played pool with a yeah. with an infant and it was right. so easy. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. And I held it for a third of the time. We passed we passed the little passed babe the around. Babe. But yeah, awesome. you're right. I could see I how I could see how like it adjusts your schedule, but having Yeah, three... a little bit. I mean, I don't know. We people were always like, Oh man, you're never gonna sleep again. And I think I realized after having a child how sleep deprived I was even before uh, we had kids. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know, like you know, it was pre- it was a pretty regular part of my life to just pull all nighters working on videos anyway. So Yeah. It didn't really affect me in that way. And we just, you know, we just did our life with her. I mean, the biggest change for me was that I didn't really want to do other things. I was just Mm -hmm. like, I want to hang out with my new best friend all the time now. That's pretty awesome. It was really great. I do think, and this is why I didn't like the end of the episode because because of this, but I think like it, it was so played out in almost so many different TV shows that it's like, that it's like once you're married, like your wife annoys right. you. Guys are dumb; they always forget the things. And once you have kids, they ruin your life. And like, I, I, I this was part of that. That it's like once you have kids, life is over. And that, that everybody- was so your it's weird for me character. Which, by the way, is my favorite character that Kevin <laughs> does. Wrong. Wait, what? My, my favorite character Kevin does, hands down, is it's weird for it's weird for me. It's the it's weird for me character is a guy that I do in conversation with John. That's just like. It's like a Long Island guy who who's like doing his best to be progressive, but he can't. So he's like, you know, I saw two guys, you know, they were and they were, you know, they I saw them and they they just like they I thought they were friends. And then, and then they kissed. And I was like, oh, that's that's beautiful. But I thought it's weird for me, though, you know, <laughs> He's my favorite. I love that he's, favorite favorite that he's like trying to make it. He's doing I, all he can. I just have this grand vision of like, you know, like when Andrew Dice Clay is doing his nursery rhymes at Madison Square Garden uh-huh. and he starts it and then everyone else finishes it. I have this vision of Kevin at Madison Square Garden just being like, and, and uh, you know, I see them kiss and, and he holds out the microphone and just all of Madison Square Garden goes, it's, it's weird, weird for 
It's the Twin for me guy. Oh man. It was based on a real guy when we were out in the Hamptons. In the Hamptons. And there was like one of our friends had on these really short shorts and he was dancing around and stuff. And there was this Long Island dude that was like full on and he was just like looking at him, sort of like, I'm okay with this, but also like whose friend is this? Like he's he's he that's where it came from. Yeah. Just that dude. But it's weird for me. But my, you're talking about the the stereotype. The stereotype of, the, of just like basically, and then my my mom has brought it up too that she's like your generation, like all the normal things everyone in history does, seems to complain about it or think like it's a bad thing, like to grow up or to have kids or to get married mm-hmm. or to do anything that that settles you down and grounds you. And I I guess that that at the end where she's like, oh thank God I got my period, like not gonna do that. I don't know. It just doesn't. I've seen it so much that it's like yeah. it's kind of boring and it yeah. seems like it's a played. sad way to live yeah. your and life. And so many great movies end with the main character saying, and then I got my period. Yeah. Yeah, we've heard that before. Ocean's yeah. 11 ends yeah. like that. Ocean's yeah. 12. Ryan. Ocean's, Ocean's 13. 12. Ocean's 13. The it's new totally. all-female reboot of Ocean's doesn't end that way. All the Bill and Ted's movies? Every single one. Oh, yeah. It's Rufus, Rufus. I got my period. Um, But... I also didn't say like I suddenly feel really self-conscious making period jokes sitting beside like a woman and a mother of three. You're like, mm, period joke. Very funny and smart, huh? Way to go. Good job. They can do it on Sex and City, but you can't do it, you Corey. You can't do it here, Corey. Mm-hmm. Re-Robert. No. Come on. Re- listen, Rye Robert. Um, I, I wonder, though, because I do feel like it was a very black and white episode, but mm-hmm. at the end... She goes to yeah, that, the playground. She goes to the playground to and she meets the one mom in the episode who is kind of like that mom is kind of fashionable and cool. She had in some big weird 90s jeans. She, yeah, overalls if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. she uh some slouchy overalls. Yeah, slouchy overalls. Yep. And curly she, hair just like Carrie. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm. And, and great observation. I didn't notice that. Uh-huh. It was basically a Burnett carry. I think we're supposed to we're supposed to take oh, away from that. Gosh. Yeah, and she and she, as she walked away from the playground, being like, "This is true to Carrie." I mean, this is why everyone thinks they're a Carrie, right? Because she's she is the the middle way in in mm-hmm. the whole show. Oh, totally. She so she was so she's like walking away from the playground, like, "Oh, I just had a sweet interaction with a stranger child. I could do this." Yeah. Like and her, then I got my period. Her yeah. observations actually change her opinions where the other characters are just like, like Charlotte. Charlotte ways. was set in her way. She's never right. going to change. Samantha's going to never which, change. You, which really progresses. I mean, you, you see. Yeah. So so it was mm. funny watching this episode now, having seen the rest of the show and knowing that, you know, two of those uh, women end up with children. And <gasps> Oh, my mm-hmm, gosh. Mm-hmm. You yeah. mean... Other than Lainey? Uh no, I mean Lainey and um Lainey and her and Lainey that Burnett and friend of hers. Ones. Yeah. Cool. No. Um yeah. So sorry for the spoilers. But no, it's yeah. Fine. No, no, it felt very I mean, I yeah, it was it was that like uh f- sort of fulfilled the episode actually, like knowing that they would kind of like come back around and like correct their mistake a little bit by like fleshing out this this question of does your life end when you have kids? Yeah, I can't imagine having a kid right now, but I also don't have a person I want to have a kid with. I feel like that changes mm. once you're like, okay, cool. Mm, like, yeah, um, I can see that. It, like, I don't know. You you want to have kids, probably, John? Yeah. Are you and you're gonna have them with Katie? Do you think? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna see if Lainey's available. <laughs> is it is it easier to imagine having kids now? than it was like when you were single of like just in general 
It's like more specific now because it'd be with Katie. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I didn't think I wanted kids even when Evan and I got married, and he was basically just calling my bluff. And <laughs> and he was like, "You're gonna, you're gonna have kids." I mean, he didn't tell me that at the time, but he was like, "That's fine." And um, I will say, like, we waited a long time, and um, how long? How long? Is well, a long time? five years. Okay. Is, is that right? Yeah, five years. And um, we just kept putting it off and putting it off, like even talking about it. Um, but I don't think I, I think the, one of the things that made me be like, okay, yeah, 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 I could do this is being married to him. Like I, my, my own insecurities and stuff and like not really wanting the responsibility, like him being like an all-star human. I was like, okay, um, he's going to pick up the slack. So I think we can do this. Are you, are you sure are you, you didn't want to have kids so you could put a naked picture of yourself above your toilet? As a pregnant woman, <laughs> that's so funny. That's usually people's. Um, well, that's the main incentive. Yeah, I, you know, I, since I was a young girl, I, I, I had a naked picture of myself above my toilet. It was just like who things. I was. Yeah, and so I didn't need a child to justify that. <laughs> Thankfully, you've always been doing that. That was if you didn't watch the episode. There was a picture of Lainey, Lainey naked, yeah. pregnant, pregnant above, and her naked above her toilet. I, so one of the lines that stuck with me was. Um, the was the you know someday you'll look in the mirror and you won't recognize yourself mm -hmm. like uh doesn't that happen to everybody whether or not yeah. you have kids I, that's what i thought because yeah, yeah. i i like feel at some like point that you, happens to me now that happened to sometimes. me before i had children yeah yeah i like wake up and i'm like oh god you look horrible yeah, or i or i look at pictures of uh, facebook does that thing where it's like five years ago and i'll uh -huh. see things and be i yeah. just like last week a friend of mine just had a birthday and i was like i was like this is your birthday five years ago, and here's me, and I can't believe how fast this time went. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh shoot, who's that? Right, yeah, right. I I think that that was just kind of like a life thing, and not yeah. even a kid thing. Yeah, there's definitely the point at which like there's only if if you don't want to have kids or if you don't want to be married, that sort of stuff is fine. But usually, like just the the act of getting older, mm -hmm. you have to fill your time with something to, like some hopefully you change in some way so even if you're not going to get married and have kids that might be more traditional hopefully when you're 40 you're not just being like where can we go get drunk well that's why I, that's <laughs> you know that's why we started this podcast i thought to this is what we're filling our time to with. never to never grow old we're or never, to <laughs> to self-actualize yeah, yeah. So we're not gonna have kids we're gonna do this podcast yeah no this is your baby this is our baby this, this is our, it this is yeah. our little our little child mm -hmm. that we're nursing <laughs> but that's funny i <laughs> you just like milked the child and you did you did like nursing i think but i don't know what you're i don't know what kind it of like, like you're working you're video doing game here but i don't know <laughs> i clearly i'm not a mother <laughs> just like what, what do you, what do, you do i don't know look away uh, i'm not sure i saw a play um a couple nights ago what in, play it's called mankind mm. at playwrights horizons wow and um it's well i'll just in short there's a scene in which a man breastfeeds a child mm. oh mm. the the, whole did you, did you uh did you turn turn your back and and not make eye contact <laughs> no i stared <laughs> i totally did i yeah they didn't do i was hoping that they would like do some special effects and get some like well he didn't put so he so he was nursing the child and then and then he passed the child to the the father the other father and and he just left his blouse open 
And I was like, that would never happen. You'd just be dripping milk everywhere. <laughs> Come on, guys, do your research. <laughs> so it really took me out of it. That's the thing that took me out Hire of it. Hire any but, mother to come in here and, yeah, exactly. and give them the... Do you, you remember know. in high school when people were reading Grapes of Wrath? How I just remember like the day everyone mm. got to the last chapter in the hallways like, like, what? <laughs> it caused quite a stir. Do you it's, know the ending? I do know the ending. I do know the ending. I've never read the book. But I also think it's funny to imagine a high school where it's like the day that everyone got to the end of Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> My high school was more like people were fighting and listening to Nirvana or whatever. Like exactly. I don't know. It was like I think more five like, people got to the too. end of, J- of It's Grapes, a really Grapes great coming of, of age movie like, idea. It is, come on, feel the noise. Hey, this young boy, Kevin. <laughs> girls rock your boys. <laughs> was wandering the halls alone in high school. We won the until he read the end of Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It does make me think of like a Richard Linklater movie where they're following all these characters, but you see the like stoner kid be like, what? That's your dad. <laughs> and it just like goes, all, it bring, it's like Breakfast Club. It brings all the kids together. Can you believe? What a turn, man. I know. Those were some wrathful grapes. <laughs> it's a wrathful breast. Ooh. So what happens mm. at the end? Does anyone know? Do I you know? know? I know what happens at the end. Uh, Even though I've never read it. An old man uh, well, yeah. Breast, yeah. Yeah. gets breastfed. Gets breastfed. By his daughter. Right? Because they're starving. Yeah, because they're starving. And they're just like, duh. Why not? I, feel I mean, like has anyone seen efficient. Mad Max? Hello. Oh, yeah. Mad Max. Fury Road. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that happens in Fury so Road? It's the whole It's the whole civilization is from these like mega mothers who are just like at oh, yeah, a pump right. all the time. That's right. I yeah, remember yeah. when it rains down breast milk. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's I loved that movie. Such a good movie. It was a great movie. Shirley's there and just I mean, she's a beast in that movie. Everybody yeah. was. All the actors. Also, that movie, hardly any special effects. Like, I mean, there are special effects. Wait, no, what? Sorry. Sorry, not hardly any special effects. Hardly any computer animation. Oh, yeah. yeah Everything yeah, yeah. is completely yeah, yeah. practical. I know the guy who was like the stunt coordinator for the drivers in that movie. Yeah. Crazy. How rad that's is that? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. That's crazy. He like rode me on a paddleboard across the Great Barrier Reef after I had just gotten sliced with a um, drone. Wow. What? Yes, and I, and that was after I was a mom. What? What, what is that? So story? you don't lose yourself when you no. become a mother. No, you, you still get drone strikes. When Lainey yeah. said that, you're like, I don't recognize myself because I just got sliced by a yeah. drone at the Great yeah. Barrier Reef. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, What's a drone? They're like, don't worry, don't yeah. worry. Just wait a few years. Mm-hmm. Give it twenty years. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. where? What? Why'd you get sliced <laughs> by sorry, the what? drone? Say why? Um, oh my gosh! I hope my mom doesn't listen to this because I didn't tell her that this happened. Mom, earmuffs. I'm fine, mom. Earmuffs. Mom. Everything's fine, mom. Also, mom, please listen to this and share it with at least five of your friends. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get this podcast. And then out get there. five of their friends below them to share it. Mm-hmm. And hey, and hey, I- mom, iTunes. Rate, review, donate. Go ahead and click the link. <laughs> no, if, if we have, if I have any viral, uh, viral wisdom to share, it's that virality is born off the off of the hard work of mothers really? sharing their kids' <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah, we were shooting a show, a travel music show, a couple years ago, and we were shooting this one shot where we were dancing to like. Um, oh my God, what's the Aboriginal instrument? Oh, uh, didgeridoo. A didgeridoo. A didgeridoo. Uh, on this like little sandbar um, off the coast of Australia. And, and yeah, I don't, oh, so the, the, so the drone 
they were, uh, it was really windy and the drone was like coming down to get shots of us all dancing in the sand. And it, the wind just like picked it up and slammed it down on my shoulder. Oh my wow. gosh. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. Did you just get stitches? No, 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 no. It was fine. But the, but the guy, the, the, our fixer there for that episode was the guy, the Mad Max guy was nervous about me like swimming back because, well, not even sharks, but, oh God, I mean, I guess maybe, but the, um, the coral, oh. um, can like grow in your body or something what? crazy like that. Yeah. I like if you get, that. if you get sliced with coral, it's like bad news apparently. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So he was like, you're not on my dime. <laughs> hey Kevin, that's a fact. Not this John Crapper invented the toilet <laughs> nonsense that you were trying to tell us earlier. That is a fact. Well, the, the, uh, we have to look, look it up. Trick, I don't know if I believe her. The trick to my fact is be as general as possible <laughs> and end if, it with the phrase uh, or something like that. Something. If coral touches you, your bones turn to coral. I, you that's, become that's what happens. the shape of water. You become, yeah. That become, is it. You turn into the fish man. That's yeah. right. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. I I have a Sex in the City related question. Okay. okay because great. when you were doing that show, <laughs> mm-hmm. the what was it called? The travel show on YouTube. It was called Song Voyage. Song Voyage. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of posters around the city. Yeah. On the subway and everything. True. Did you did you ever see your your face uh, defaced around the city? Oh. Because great a few episodes question. ago, yeah. Carrie had her poster on a bus and it came up and then someone drew a dick on it. <laughs> And awesome. you've had you've had the experience of having a poster all around New York subways. I know it's a great privilege to to have the uh, to possibly be vandalized. <laughs> um, That's what our other guest said too. It's yeah. so funny. Well, and okay, no, but I really was when they chose that shot for the for the poster. I was like, wait, who okayed this? Because we're singing, oh. and my mouth is just clearly wide oh, open, oh, no. and I'm like, oh man, that this is, is just, just a slow pitch softball exactly. right there. Oh like, come on, who okayed this? <laughs> that oh, is man. bad. Get my team on the phone. Oh, so um, no, I didn't. I didn't actually see any of that, but I mean. I, I'm trying. I, th- I guess my friends probably would have snapped a photo and sent it to me. I'm wondering who, like, who would have been that friend to be yeah. like, oh, look. Dude, um, look. No, I think I don't know. Like, I think my eyes were scratched out in one or something. One of those okay. when they yeah. like cut the eyes out. Yeah. And show the next one. Yeah, yeah which is cut, which is actually cool. Yeah. It's artistic. Um, what uh, did did you see it? Did anyone ever notice you? Ever be like, wait for the subway? And they're like, hey. mm-hmm. yeah, a lot. Uh, oh, I, I didn't know. know. Maybe like a dozen people were like. Sending me, you know, pictures. That's great. Text, it, text it, pictures. It or took her, took me two or three years to not <clears throat> to not talk to celebrities I recognized. I try not to now, but I sometimes. Oh, you like, couldn't stop yourself. You mean? Yeah, and it's still hard for me because really, I can't ever. I I can't cast, bring myself uh, to do it. Yeah, I forgot the actor's name, but he plays Gail Benneker on uh, mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. He lives in Park Slope. Yeah, I've taken a picture with him on the subway. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, we, uh, we we saw him walk by us the other night on Flatbush, and we were both like, "Oh!" And it was like, "That's that dude." But I've seen him like four times in the city. One time, I almost, one time, I almost took a picture with him. So I could send to my roommate at the time because we were in the middle of Breaking Bad, and I wanted to be like, I took a picture with Gail. But yeah, I, it was. I don't ever say anything to anyone. It was I like, just recognize zero people. <laughs> I, I've, I don't. I've never seen someone that I recognize. I always look at them. I'm like, oh, did I go to second grade with them? Yeah, yeah. Is that? Did we go to summer camp together? Well, when I I uh, what's her name uh, from Greece? She plays Frenchie in Greece, and then she's also in um, Shining Time Station. Mm-hmm. Um, Didi Khan. That's her name. Didi Khan 
came up to me when I was working in Times Square and like the first job I ever had passing out Broadway show flyers. And she was asking me about the show and I was like, ah, do I, do I know you? And she's like, uh, no. So about the show. And I was like, are you from Ohio? And she's like, oh my no. And I was like, do you know Barb Doyle by any chance? She's like, trust me. I, I don't know you. What about the show? And then at the end I was like, oh, shining time station. She was the conductor, and she was like, "Oh, that's nice you said that." People usually say Greece, so humble brag. I know. One time, love Greece. I uh, so no, no, no. She was humble bragging. Oh yeah, yeah. No, true. not you. I was she, like, you were humble bragging that you knew what Greece was. I was like, yeah, it's yeah, not a big deal. I'm kind of a movie buff. I know <laughs> what the movie Greece is. Kind of a no, Greece head. She was, she was walking away, being like, "Surprised you didn't say Greece." That's what everyone knows you from. Yeah. <laughs> The one person that I think, I'm, there's probably been other ones, but the one that I really know that I ever said something to was I used to work in Times Square, and uh, as I was walking through, I just saw Bruce Valanche walking oh, yeah. through Times Square, and uh, he, I was like, freaking Bruce Valanche, I gotta say something to him, and so I just was like, excuse me, and he, do you know who Bruce Valanche is? No. Nope. Well, if you saw if you saw a picture, I'll, I'll I'll do, a picture. I? do I know? Definitely will know. Okay, okay. So Bruce Valanche, he's a he's a he's a comedian and writer. He writes the Oscars every year, okay. but he's also kind of like a fantastical character. Mm -hmm. And I was working at Nickelodeon at the time, and so I just stopped him and I was like, "Excuse me." And we're we're walking through like peak Times Square, just mm -hmm. walls of people. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that guy right there. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Hard for him to blend he, in. He has uh -huh. he has the face where. Every single person who says they don't know him yes. looks at him and goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. And now he's Sia, right? <laughs> he does kind of look like <laughs> Sia. He looks like Sia. He's fat Sia. <sighs> and also, I will tell you, like, you know, you're a celebrity, and so you're in the middle of like Times Square and you're very recognizable. And he looked exactly like that picture. He was not hiding anything. No. Yeah, there's no, not much he's, to hide. You can't even put a baseball cap and glasses on. No, there. I don't you know. You could look... cut your hair. I mean, he's like he's really he's a statement. Yeah, then he'll in, just look like Danny himself. DeVito though. And yeah, <laughs> people still accost him. Yeah, but I said, are you? That's Bruce? awesome. I was like, are you Bruce Valanche? And he just he just turned around. Mm -hmm. and He goes, guilty as charged. <laughs> And then I was just like, hey, listen, man, best. I was like, it's very nice to meet you. And I don't ever stop celebrities. And I was like, but I'm a I'm a writer and uh, I just you're a writer and you write the Oscars every year. It's just really crazy and really cool to see you. And and he just goes, well, what do you do as a writer? And I was like, uh, I work at Nickelodeon, actually. And then he just goes, giant pineapple under the sea. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, SpongeBob. And he goes, okay, cool. And I was like, well, great to meet you. And he goes, you too, man. And then that he walks off. So That's the best Bruce Valanche story I've so ever heard. I don't, think I, I don't think I need to ever speak to another celebrity. He's no. my favorite person now yeah. in that the whole world. So awesome. Giant pineapple so, under the sea. Giant pineapple under the sea. Guilty as charged. I know. I mean, if you're going to awesome. be a celebrity and people are going to recognize you, just, you just got to be honest. Just own it. Go for have it. fun. Yeah. yeah, have fun with it. Like just Bruce Valanche. See, that's what in my head, that's what I want. Yeah. to be and then you get into them and then you're just like Ugh. Mm. like I was in a I was using the bathroom and free Wi-Fi at a hotel the other day and Brendan Fraser was sitting right across <laughs> from awesome. me he just came and sat right across and a few times like I was just on my computer and just like working and after a while I was just like kept kept on seeing him there and I was like the Wi-Fi is free and he's like ah oh, that's good that's good <laughs> and then just kept on sitting there and we'd make eye contact and I wanted so bad to just be like at a certain point, just be like, I know you're Brendan Fraser. What's up, dude? But the second you do that, it's just like, zip. Yeah. So I didn't do it. You should be like, this Because he knows you know. 
that he's been. Yeah. He he seemed like he didn't. He I, I he seemed like like fine. cool with it. Yeah. Like like maybe he doesn't know. We're just sitting there. Okay. But I don't know. I I did look at him a few times. So yeah, maybe he did. I, I think know. there's probably a certain amount of looks when they're like, okay, they know. Did he notice yeah. your Encino Man I think you uh, tank to top that you were wearing? <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Yeah. He you was, have to hide that up. He was like, uh, <laughs> he was like, hey man, um, I've seen that. I've seen what you're looking at on the computer, and yeah. you've you've been on the the mummy yeah. Wikipedia page. I saw your so fingers is- hit IMDb. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he, he just been like, are you in touch with Polly Shore still? <laughs> yeah. Are you guys still friends? <laughs> Um, here's a Sex and City related question. I know we need to wrap up pretty soon. Yes. Has I'm anyone so ever? Fun though. I know I am too. <laughs> Has anyone ever seen one of the four I ladies? Was ask that. Or, one I, of the four. One a, of the four ladies or another prominent character in SATC. In the I, yeah, city. I've seen uh, the main. What's her real name? Carrie's real name. Sarah Jessica Parker. I've seen Sarah Jessica You've Parker getting Whoa. a um, ice cream cone from Mr. Softy. Whoa! Wow! Yeah, that's a good. One. I was on my way to a chess lesson. The time. warmest ice cream on the planet. You can drink, eat Mr. Softy and it's like okay. 50 degrees. Okay, we're not going to do this right now. Uh, I'll do it wherever, wherever, whenever, Shakira style. Mr. Softy is a joke. Wow. Well, Mr. Softy, we're going to do this later. <laughs> yeah, that's Take true. We don't have a lot of time the for this. Air. I have some strong feelings about this. I, I saw Miranda at uh, a play. Really? What play? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You see a lot of theater. You yeah. are a bit of a theater buff. Um, In real life, you are. Yeah, I'm still paying my loans for that theater degree. There you go. <laughs> um, they make me go to all these they weird shows. They make me go. I get a discount if I keep going to shows. <laughs> if I put that money back into the industry. Um, uh, it was a show with, I think, is it uh, Balaban? John Balaban? Bob, Bob, Bob Balaban. Balaban. I saw Bob Balaban two nights ago at a hotel. He, he and I. He was a great New York sighting because he was in the show and he was coming in and just like, just like consummate New Yorker, just yeah. like mm. mo- drabest, like most rundown looking person in the world, like hold you know with like a satchel over his shoulder, and then and then you know thirty minutes later he was on stage killing it. That's awesome. Um, but she was in a trench coat and looking fabulous and mm. fierce. She's she's like a great stage actress. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I want to see her in something. Yeah, she's great. Mm. Cynthia, do something. Cynthia. Well. I think we should wrap it up. And, and the way we normally wrap up our episodes is we all go around uh, the circle and we share uh, on a scale from one to five cosmos. You can use half and quarter cosmos mm-hmm. your rating of this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we don't have too much time, so maybe we should uh, make it the brief version. Yeah. Kevin, you want to start? Yeah, I will give this 1.5 cosmos. Whoa. Um, wow. I... You feel about this episode that you same way you feel about Mr. Softy is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, this is the Mr. Softy of episodes. Um, I just I I didn't think it was a clever take on the subject, and I was excited. Mm. Um, I was excited about it, and then I was like, I don't know, kind of called it the things I did like. I liked um Charlotte, uh, and just like her her storyline, I thought was cool. Um, but I don't know, it just I didn't love it. It was a little too cartoony, mm. and um. It just wasn't wasn't my favorite, but I'm glad that we had you on as a guest, Sarah, because yeah. that that it would have been yeah. the conversation wouldn't have even been as fun if it was like, you know, we, at least we had someone here that knew yeah. what was going on. <laughs> I'm going to three cosmos. Wow, Ooh. it was a fun episode. I laughed a lot. There was a lot of times where I chuckled. Mm. That, that's all. Two and a half, because yeah. I just I'm such a carry. I just have to be right in the middle. Right in the middle. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I, oh man. I said that I would hold to what my rating was and then I went down. Ooh. So I'm going to say 2.25 because we introduced quarter cosmos on this. Right? Two and a quarter cosmos. Two and a quarter mm-hmm. because um, I something about the, yeah, the story felt a little too simplified, but that one little interaction at the end when she meets brunette Carey mm-hmm. and then immediately she's like, and then I got my period. Mm-hmm. Something about that added a little bit of heart. Otherwise mm-hmm. I would have maybe gone lower. Um, I also felt like we didn't talk about this. But I feel like the the directing and like the camera work, it just like it was an uglier episode than we've gotten. Mm. It didn't look. There's it, no slow mos or fantasy. No slow mos, no fantasies. Or Microsoft uh, Paint cutaways. There's no. There were no great star wipes or anything like that. Star but wipes. yeah, it just didn't. The lighting or something. Maybe it's because they were in the suburbs for part of it, and it's not the sets we're used to seeing or whatever. Yeah. But for, it just it just didn't look as good. For whatever it lacked in artistry, it made up. Uh, Fully with boobs, just boob shots. There was there the most boobs in this. A lot of nipples. There were a Lady. lot of nipples. So many nipples, and, and, and also and not really like mothery nipples. I'll say. No, that was a that was a Laney's boob scene was one of the what's the most gratuitous one we've seen so far mm-hmm. yeah. in any HBO show ever. I More just want to. I actually <laughs> want to adjust this. I give it four point five Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> I see what happened. Awesome. Well. Sarah, where can we find you on social media and, and oh all my that jazz? Gosh, I think Instagram is where I'm most active. But of course, okay. you can see um, the Gregory Brothers slash Moyoho videos on YouTube.com slash Moyoho or the Gregory Brothers. And uh, can you um, and your can we sing, will you sing for us? Will you sing us out? Sing us out. What does that mean to sing us, out? Wait, sing us we'll out? Sing your jingle. You mean your theme song? Your your shows? Your Bradshaw oh, Boys? You can make it, you can write it for us now. Yeah, because oh, because good. yeah, you're a fantastic singer. Uh, okay, I got I got to take a request. I'm feeling uh Well, John had said, "Can you sing the Gummy Bears theme song?" Oh, no. Did you know that? No, I can't. What is the Gummy Bears theme song? Dashing and daring, courageous and caring. I don't know Faithful it. and friendly with stories to share. Uh, something all like, through the forest, forest they sing, sing out in chorus, chorus. marching mm-hmm. along as, as their, their song, song fills the air. air. Gummy bears. Ooh, god, I'm not got, a great. Song. Got too shrill for me. That was me too. Do you have uh, a favorite the, TV theme no, song? The Smurfs is just la la la. Um, you know, when I had a child, I did not uh, name my unborn children as a young girl, but I did have a dream of being a jingle singer. And my favorite, I have two, I have two jingles that were my favorite. But the thing that first came to mind was. <clears throat> The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Wow. That was great. Wow. Such a good voice. Can I ask you, what was, was there another? Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. It's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Who am I anymore? The touch, the feel of cotton. Cotton. How about this one? A, B, C. Mm, oh, it's NBC. Never mind. NBC. Was that really an NBC. actual mistake? Yes. Oh. CBS. FOX. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's NBC. Comedy it's Central. Or here's HBO. Wow. <laughs> Wait, do you remember what your jingle was? Now? Yeah, it was. Um, okay, let's mm-hmm. end on this. Oh, man. The intervals are tough. Okay. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Wow. State Farm, if you want to sponsor this podcast and use that <laughs> jingle, pay Sarah, and then we'll let you do it. Boom. That was amazing. Um, thanks for being here, Sarah. And Thank we, thanks for we'll, having me. We'll see everybody for next week's episode, mm-hmm. episode 11. Ooh. Two more and the season's done. Holy Ooh, man. So thank you, guys. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye. 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 The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.